I'm Ashley, and here's, and here's the, the thing. thing. Okay, here's the thing is a podcast about two girls trying things for the first time. Emily and Ashley. Emily and Ashley. I'm Emily. And I'm Ashley. We already established we- that. <laughs> um, this season, we're on episode eight. We are nearing the end of season two of Here's the Thing, mm-hmm. and I'm in Costa Rica for the first time. And I am in Thailand Ooh. for the first time. I started in India, though. <laughs> you can see that? Mm-hmm. It's episode eight. It's episode eight. I grew. Okay, Ashley, what brought you to Thailand? What what big developments happened in your life? Friends. I <sighs> made friends a couple years ago, and they're actually visiting now. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, after my program ended in India, I... Flew over to Thailand and dinked around for for a little while. So we're out here hanging. Pretty um, fun. Friends who have the same name, am I right? Yeah, it's the most confusing, actually. So Aiden and Aiden, we out here. Uh, Ashley asked how she should differentiate the two boys in, in this episode. And I was like, first of all, I don't know their last <laughs> names. I've known them. <laughs> and I, I differentiate them by tie-dye Aiden and the other Aiden. So yeah. I think that's how most people do as well. I try to do tall Aiden and short Aiden, but they're kind of the same height and they're both kind of tall, so it doesn't feel right. <laughs> and like blonde Aiden and brunette Aiden, but I think I think brunette Aiden is also technically blonde. I think Aiden Nelson is also kind of like a sandy blonde. So doesn't so tight Aiden basically and other Aiden. Yeah, maybe I should just give them fake names, though. I think that'd make it easier. Oh, people do that in podcasts, like, when yeah. they don't want to... Preserve some call- anonymity, yeah. because I didn't ask if I could talk about them on the podcast. Um, <laughs> should e- I switch over to last le- names to take away all anonymity? <laughs> <laughs> Leave a review if you think, <laughs> Aidens, this is a bad idea and you want us to take it down. <laughs> Tell me what you think, Aidens. And this is a good test to see if you actually listen to the podcast uh-huh. <laughs> Pretty funny. um we okay no no okay so what's so aiden's came mm-hmm. we landed in bangkok um and we're actually spending the first couple of days in bangkok so after that we're going to Krabi, like a little beautiful island town mm-hmm. very lovely um but first, we spent some days in the capital city. Super fun. But before I could get to the capital city, the worst what part, because I flew alone and the Aidens flew together. Oh, um, it's nice that they had a friend. It's true. Uh, but alas, I did not. And <laughs> I arrived a little bit earlier than them. We both got there in the morning, I think. I think my flight landed at like 4 a.m. and theirs landed at 6 um, and so we had some things to figure out, but I figured out those things alone first, kind of, um, like in the rockiest way possible. So I actually like landed and then I realized that I didn't have a visa for Thailand and I was like, oh my gosh. what do I do? And so I was like looking through the visa on arrival list and the United States is not on the visa on arrival list, which I just assumed that it was. And uh-huh. so I started freaking out because I had spent like 30 minutes maybe like going through the application process to get the visa on arrival visa. But I was like, oh, I don't have a picture of myself. Because um, you need like a two by two, and I had like a two by one or something. Like it was just a little bit wonky sized, and so I walked up to a lady at like a picture booth, and she was like, "You pay first. And I was like, "I'm not gonna pay." So it, it completely deterred me from getting this photo taken, and me getting really bamboozled and confused in the visa on arrival area. 
And so instead of paying, like, the equivalent of, like, $1 to get my visa, basically, I turned back around and I wandered the airport for, like, 10 minutes. I was just like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? It's, like, 5 a.m. now because I've, like, spiraled alone for an hour. It sounds right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I spiraled for so long while trying to figure out this sign that, like, does not have the United States anywhere. Uh, And I've, like... And I loaned out my pen <laughs> while I was filling out my paperwork. And I it was my only pen that I had with me the entire trip. So I was like, I have to wait for this man. And we all got off the same flight and nobody has pens. And so I waited like 15 more minutes for my pen while spiraling alone about this visa situation. I come to find out that because I'm Googling intensely, what do I do if I don't have a, a visa to get into this country? that Americans don't even need a visa on arrival. You just go through customs and they let you. Oh. Is that not the most insane? And so by now it's like almost six and I was like, the Aiden's flights are is going to land soon. So I'll just walk down there. So I walked backwards into the airport and then I waited for them at the door like a cute little greeter. Just like, ah. Could, could not wait to see some friends who spoke some decent English. Um, and wait. then I explained the situation to them, and they're like, oh, yeah, you don't need a visa. So I, yeah, I'm really am, like tripping out right now because totally. when I went to Ecuador, this was years ago, mm-hmm. but I've thought about this often since yeah. then. When we were on the plane there, they handed us this little visa thing to fill out. Yeah. And I filled it out. The departure slip, right? Or the arrival slip or whatever. Yeah. But then, mm-hmm. like, no one took it from me in the airport. Exactly. And I was Literally like, exactly. And I left the airport with it in my hand. And I was like, so freaked does out. Does anyone know that I'm in this country? <laughs> yeah, I was so freaked out to leave. <laughs> yeah. Because I was afraid that. You had broken some law. Because someone was going to be like, well, you never. Something. Yeah, 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 yeah. You never handed it in. So you can't leave now <laughs> you can't get back into the airport <laughs> but no one ever said a word to me about it yeah and i still think about it literally are you telling me i didn't it was not for i don't think you needed to but i like i filled out one of them and no one took it from me and i was like i don't know what to do here ecuador and thailand are the same right i think so okay basically all right i'm at peace about that now mm-hmm. i'm glad that you finally after several years you can rest easy knowing that you can come back to the United States. Yeah. And go back into Ecuador. I really think so this happened to you because you went to Thailand mm-hmm. and your your internship was in India. Uh-huh. And I really think it, like every time I go abroad now, I need to have an advisor at home who will like walk <laughs> will me through me. everything Literally, because Literally exactly. I had glitches getting across the border to get into Panama because, like, Danielle had not advised <laughs> yeah, me to, how to, to get it. to Panama. But everything I, I did in doing, like, Costa Rica was 10 fine. minutes of research before would have also done me fine just yeah. as well, probably. Or Danielle did the research for me. Something. <laughs> this is big time true. That's really fair. But yeah, <laughs> that was my visa experience of getting into Thailand in the first place, which was not the worst it was just a little stressful for a couple hours yeah yeah i didn't go to panama right away so i went to manuel antonio which i already talked about and then my next stop my like big next stop was panama but in Mm. between panama is on the east coast and i was on the west coast and so on my trip over i stopped in the middle of costa rica to go to a concert so fun this is my first time first time going to a latin concert Uh it was so fun 
Mm-hmm. So that was what I was doing while you were. And it was the like, the, where is he? this? This is the Latin American version of Sean Mendes. Can- Canada's Sean Mendes. Yeah, Canada's <laughs> very own Sean Mendes. Yes, incredible. I like or Canada's version of Sebastian Yatra's is Sean Mendes. Is Sean Mendes? Yes. yes. Who's older? Who takes precedence? Oh, I think that Yatra is older. Perfect. <laughs> so yeah, he wins. He claimed the ground. But I think um, Sean has more albums. Okay, well, it's about quality, not quantity. Mm-hmm. Here's the real question: Who has who has been played more by me? <laughs> I think it's Sean, but I think it might be Yatra <laughs> in the future. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's t- that's fair. If you like, if you average out the time to be a, of equal. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, if you turned it all into one time frame, like, you've been listening to Shawn Mendes for years, right? So, right. like, if you turned the ratio of Sebastian Yatras uh-huh. into years, it would be more plays per... Sure. This is too much. Okay. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Um, <laughs> but that's so hip of you. Yeah. So, okay, but the this is what actually happened. So, I'm with my... My new friend, Courtney, is working with me at the Institute, right? And we're in the garage one day like painting something it was like part of work and the (laughs) the radio was going and it was in spanish so i was like i tuned out the commercials pretty much always Uh like you already do with commercials but then when they're not in your first language it's it's like like even more you don't even want to try anyways but uh courtney can speak spanish much better and so like we're painting in a commercial going and she like turns to me and was like did you hear that and i was like <laughs> no no i didn't hear it and she was like did you and then she like turns to our co-workers and she was like did you guys hear that and they were like uh we weren't listening uh-huh. and she was like it says sebastian yatra is coming to costa rica on december 1st <laughs> and i'm gonna be in costa rica on, on december 1st uh-huh. and we were like whoa okay <laughs> and I immediately was like, yes, let's go. Mm-hmm. And so, but it w- actually worked out perfectly because I was already planning on being in Manuel Antonio on uh-huh. the... We were already like... that The weekend before. Making that trip. And then like going to the East Coast mm-hmm. after. And so it was beautiful. That's, um, that's wonderful. Yeah. Tell me the age demographic of the, of the people who were at the concert. Maybe, yeah, definitely like 25. Okay, like older. Yeah, like uh, young adults. Okay. Oh, I'm like imagining like preteen, right? Like which was tiny definitely Shawn Mendes. Yeah. So maybe what kind of what kind of demographic is this man reaching? But I kind of like it. Who? Who's the equivalent? Like Ed Sheeran. Maybe, but I feel like even like young people, young like kiddos enjoy it. What I I don't, I don't know. know. Ed Sheeran was definitely. It was like the Ed Sheeran crowd. Okay. I'm. I like it. Yeah. For all all of our. American fans. <laughs> Not even <laughs> British. British. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know any. I'm, I'm um, confused. We were pretty confused, though, because we thought we bought the cheapest tickets, but when we got there, we were, like, on the <laughs> floor. <laughs> like, if we had been super <laughs> fans, we could have gotten all the way up to <laughs> the front. If you really wanted to. But we got there really late, so oh, you, we were confused. You still got to force your way. Just put your arms up and just, like, push. Yeah. Um, but the thing was is that, like, we were in the back, but you know when... You're at a concert and the artist literally says anything. You 
start you just screaming yeah Courtney and I were doing that and no one else was doing it oh no you were so disruptive maybe you weren't that's because you weren't in the front maybe but we were still in like the pit section anyway so these obnoxious americans coming to our country and screaming (laughs) these obnoxious north americans coming to our country and screaming i i seriously think that was the least touristy thing i did because it was like everything else everything else i went to people were expecting yeah monkey watching monkey watching (laughs) people were expecting people who were from costa rica to be there yeah but besides like my actual job but Mm -hmm. even that um but, yeah, this was, like, actual, like, most of the people there were from Costa Rica. Yeah. We met a guy in our hostel, like, after we got back. Actually, the next day we met him, and he was there. He came from El Salvador. Oh, very nice. Yeah, pretty fun. That is. Um, but, yeah. Uh, should I talk about Yachama or should we just yeah, so this is so this is my takeaways from Yatra's concert. First of all, he mm-hmm. like in every song, and this is they do this in Latin music, like all Latin music does mm-hmm. this. You know when DJ Khaled starts a song? DJ Khaled. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they all do that. Except uh-huh. except they have different different Sean Kingston. Ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Jason Yatra's Dolo. is Yatra Yatra. <laughs> I see. And I think about it all the time. <laughs> and I laugh about it because as we were walking in, Courtney, like, chanting, told me that. She was oh. like, so you know how, like, people have, like, things that they, uh-huh. you know how they say their names so in a song? Yeah, but- <laughs> and I yeah. was like, I guess. Uh-huh. And then she was like, okay, well, his is, yeah, tra, yeah, tra. And uh-huh. I was like, that was stupid. Please never. And then now <laughs> I can't stop doing it because I really like it. <laughs> That's really sweet. It brings back good memes. Oh, that's so good. I'm glad that you enjoyed your concert experience. You're a real Costa Rican youth now. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my takeaway one. Uh Uh-huh. Takeaway two was... More takeaways. If we didn't think... So everyone else was singing along. I couldn't really sing along that well because he was speaking in fast fast Spanish, but I was, like, having fun dancing along. Yeah. Um, But it was, like, as revealing myself as not from there, you know? Uh And if you couldn't already tell... That's why you weren't in the front, though. It's yeah. okay. There's a lot of different things that were giving <laughs> me away, I'm sure. But there's a big screen up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he had, like, graphics and, like, lyrics or whatever going mm-hmm. up there. And I was just, like, hanging out, vibing. And I <laughs> look up and... Vibing. Nick Jonas's face Stop. was up there, <laughs> and it was huge. It was just a huge <laughs> Nick Jonas face, oh. and I screamed. I uh-huh. was like... I couldn't believe. Uh-huh. I was like, "What? Who brought him <laughs> here to me?" <laughs> I was it so confused. Truly was and it turns out that Sebastian Yatra has a song with the J Bros. Oh, a warm welcome home. And so, yeah. When did it come out? Is it new or is it homework for everybody listening? Go it's listen to this song. Was released in the last, like, since the J Bros came back, uh-huh. and after oh, the album. Wow. So in the last six months. Incredible. Um, it's called Runaway, and it it's a, a true bop. That's what we like to hear. Yeah, you guys think Despacito is good? <laughs> you said that's so funny. Is that how you're supposed to say no, it? No, I said it. I was making fun <laughs> of how people say it. Um, uh, let me see. You know how when I told you I was going to a Latin concert and you were like, Enrique Iglesias? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's one of Courtney's like friends. She put, yeah, like the it was on her story that uh-huh. we went to the concert. Uh-huh. And the next day someone dm'd her and was like oh i've always wanted to see him i'm like so jealous of you Uh and courtney courtney is 
her family's Mexican. Yeah. And so Courtney, like, turns to me and is like, I don't understand. Like, she's white. Uh-huh. Like, how would she even know who Sebastian Yatra is? Like, no uh-huh. white people do. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't know. You should, or like, ask her. And so she asked her, and this white girl thought that she it was Enrique, Enrique Iglesias. Iglesias. This 25-year-old. Whoops. <laughs> super attractive man uh-huh. was, like, six-year-old this... Enrique Iglesias. He's attractive, too. Well, <laughs> well you haven't seen Yatra. <laughs> not the same level anyway so that was my first latin concert and Uh it was a blast i highly suggest that is so fun yeah i agree if anyone's ever in latin america and it just happens to pop on around the time to watch this concert or in la or miami is he doing a world tour or oh wait oh i thought you just meant latin concerts in general but he was doing like Basically, Latin, a Latin America tour, and I think he started oh. in Miami and was going down oh. through South America. Is it, okay, I was never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's really fun though. Neat. Um, let's see. Okay, top that. Thailand. Actually, I really can't. So Thailand was my first time traveling with friends ever i think oh that's so because so i've traveled before with family yeah um <laughs> and i've traveled alone now but <laughs> but never with friends and so i think if you're not related it feels worse when you get upset with them yeah <laughs> yeah uh because there's not the like okay well they ha- literally have to love me yeah so. they have to yeah. um not that I was angry at the Aidens the whole time or anything. Yeah, so which Aiden was it? So Tall Aiden, short Aiden? <laughs> Dida Aiden, non-Dida Aiden. No, no. Uh, it was kind of a crazy experience. I think because I was just coming off of, like, months of being alone. Or, like, being able to be in control of my situation. And, like, literally oh. only, like, watching out for myself. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I was all, like... I was all shook up and confused and, like, disoriented when I now had, like, two others with me and I felt responsible for them. Not that they couldn't take care of themselves, but just that, like, I just, like, that paternal instinct kicked in and it was like, I don't want you to die out here. And I felt like maybe one of the Aidens relied on me a little more because I was a hardened woman who had just spent much time alone. And so the pressure was on. But it wasn't really. That was, like, me projecting onto myself, Mm -hmm. I think. And so um, I only have, in hindsight, it's, like, secondhand fun or whatever it's called. You know, firsthand fun is, like, it's fun in the moment and you love it. Secondhand fun is, like, it was fun a little bit miserable but when you look back on it it's like the most <laughs> the most fun uh-huh because for the first couple of days we've been walking everywhere oh no we've been walking so much literally on the first day in bangkok so like a couple days ago we walked 16 miles <gasps> 16 miles imagine how upset how grumpy i was by the end of the day and i was trying to like reflect a little bit like why was i in such a bad mood like on that first day it was a couple things first of all in india i can drink the milk there um like i don't think that it's like processed really or anything or something like that or like it's processed really well i don't think that's the case (laughs) (laughs) tells me no (laughs) But I, like, I was able to tolerate the milk really well and, like, cheese and paneer and stuff. 
And so when I got to Thailand, I was like, oh, it's all the same. So I drank milk on the first day and I had a miserable, like, with it, that was within the first, like, two hours of us landing and, like, walking around. Miserable bathroom experience. <laughs> but I think that combined with the 16 hours, 16 hours, 16 miles of walking really um, tore me apart mentally and i also lost a water bottle i actually lost two water bottles one was mine one was emily's while in thailand too so i think it was all compounding to make like a bad start but it was still really fun which is like the most you can say about anything like i'm so i'm so pleased yeah but i don't know i was so glad to be with friends again um because i had the conflicting feeling of like if i were alone i could like do whatever i wanted but right that's not even as fun as like just spending time doing nothing with your friends i think after you haven't seen anyone in a while and so i have like there have been a a few really really funny things that have happened in the past couple of days like real moments real bra moments (laughs) Just, like, cringy, unbelievable unbelievable things that we let happen to ourselves or that we, like, incited, like, wished into our lives. And one of them is, why are we walking in a night market um, in Bangkok? Aiden, one of the Aidens, stopped and, like, got henna. He was, like, I, I stopped first to look at Peppa Pig because there's a Peppa Pig. Uh, and I considered getting this henna on me. I'm so glad that I didn't because it turned out... Why not? Because it turned out to be fake henna. Luan would have loved it. Fake henna. Wow. So, so, so I had read about fake henna like a little while ago before while I was in India because I was like on the lookout basically because there's, there's like not natural henna. It's oh. basically just like dye and chemicals and stuff. And so like sometimes... Chemies. Yeah, sometimes it like burns, like will leave chemical burns and stuff on you. Whoa. Aiden's didn't. But literally from the moment that the person sat him down and like started going, I was like, that doesn't look like real henna and it doesn't smell like real henna. She could, she could tell. She's I, a native. I'm a native. <laughs> wow. And so I was like, it should smell minty and it should tingle a little. He's like, it tingles, but it doesn't, <laughs> like it didn't smell and it was the wrong color. It was black and henna should be brown. For anybody trying to figure out if your henna is real or not. Um, <laughs> and so he gets this henna and I'm like, okay, I don't think I'll do Peppa because I don't trust this henna. Um, but the lady, I can't exactly remember how much it was, but the lady who did the art was not the lady who sold him initially on this henna. And she was like, what is this like? Uh, I'll do the U.S. equivalent so that it's not completely like confusing. I think she was probably like, was this like $5? And the guy had charged Aiden like $20 or something. And he was like, no, $20. And then she just laughed in his face. <laughs> just like started laughing at him because he had been scammed. And Aiden didn't even try to fight for a lower price. He was just what? like, whatever. Oh. <laughs> I was like, you paid more for fake henna. And this woman laughed at your face. Like, what more <laughs> could we be doing here? Oh. But... There are a couple other just like just moments that I loved like on the metro. It it must have been like two days ago or something, but it was maybe like the second day because we had just got gotten back from a night market. Went mm-hmm. to my first night market, very mm-hmm. fun. Um, got to try a lot of foods. It was super tasty and just like look at a lot of things and people and see tarantulas being sold on sticks. <gasps> horrific. Oh, that's horrific! I literally Big dislike. <laughs> uh, 
we I went on a tour uh-huh. and they were talking about tarantulas going like <laughs> being endangered because <gasps> because people eat them. Yeah, <gasps> well, because like oh no, India. People I mean, think it's fun to capture them and oh. and like put them on display. And before they were just like happy little because they're not poisonous. I don't know. I don't know. So that they're not poisonous, so that people feel safe doing stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. They're like a really cool spider that's not dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Evolution will turn them poisonous, but <laughs> yeah. just based on human experience, it seems. But oh, well, I'm sorry that I saw <laughs> tarantulas on sticks. I'm then sorry that I looked at one. <laughs> yeah, that's my mistake, I guess. I think I'm feeling to the to the society that is accepting tarantulas on sticks by giggling at them. It's okay. My sister had a tarantula when we were little. Oh, so she's worse, and I'm worse because I lived oh. with it. I don't. I don't think you're worse for that. <laughs> I think you'd be worse if you just let her tarantula go. That'd be devastating. Yeah. It'd be a domesticated tarantula de- that doesn't know what to do. Maybe. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> okay. Okay, but at this after the night market, we were just like it was just hot. It was so hot in Thailand. It was like back to ninety five again, like ninety six every day. Um, and I I don't think Aiden wore deodorant and so he's like holding on to the subway and i think there were girls who were like giggling at him because there was like no room on this on this um car no room (laughs) and so they were at his armpit level because he's kind of tall and they would like there's these weird little they're called like inhalers but they're not inhalers they're like they're they look like chapstick tubes and they just have tiger balm inside and Uh so you just like stick it up to your nose like you're like sniffing (laughs) like i don't know cocaine (laughs) exactly so they would just like they like licked at him and then made eye contact with other aiden and i who were standing a little further away would giggle and then would inhale (laughs) the like tiger balm (laughs) which was so funny i feel bad for telling that story because i think it was embarrassing in the moment don't reveal this is how we're keeping don't know which this is how we're keeping anonymity (laughs) it's one or the other who knows which one we have to guess who That's really funny. Which is another game Actually, I this like is to a, play with yeah, This is a good game for all of our friends. It's just like, which Aiden was it? <laughs> um, Emily played this game earlier and she got all of them all wrong. Of them wrong. <laughs> Literally every single one of them. I want to say so that So think the like henna- Emily and then do the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that henna, um, the henna was short, Aiden. I can't confirm, but that's correct. But you've also already played this game, yes. so <laughs> I think oh, I subconsciously, you're, subconsciously, I bet you remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't but. know that myself. I wanted you to get the Peppa one because I'll never forget when Luan <laughs> said oh. to me, he was like talking to his mom, uh-huh. and it was like in our first couple weeks when he was still confused about what I was doing there. I think, <laughs> and he was like, "Who's this girl? Is Emily my sister? The way like George, George is my brother." <laughs> Oh my goodness! Imaginary. <laughs> That's really good. And George has his little. Oh George has his little pep. Like Peppa has a friend named George, and uh-huh. Luan has that little doll oh. of that George. That you were was, an imaginary. That friend. he was like holding up, and he was like, uh-huh. "George is my brother." <laughs> Insane. So cute. What did his mom respond? He was like, her, yes. His mom was like, "Yes." Yes, exactly the same that way is, that, that this car- this TV character is your brother. Yeah. Probably didn't. Probably that wasn't the connection, but that's really so sweet. Uh, yeah, I think, I think you should get a Peppa tattoo. <laughs> Maybe a George tattoo, and Luan can get a Peppa one when he gets older. Oh, cute. Luan, you in?
the day okay so after the yatra concert after the yatra concert we were gonna go there's a there was a nearby volcano and we were gonna, Casual. gonna go to it in the morning and we were just like okay we'll wake up and go the number of volcanoes that you've been to is kind of incredible to me i think this is number two but i've been to zero so <laughs> yeah, okay it's like 200 percent more than me yeah well get this we were like okay let's go and then um it turns out the bus left at 8 a.m. and we got up at 9. <laughs> I feel so, like that's a common factor in what you do. It's just like the timing is never right because it's just too early. It's just too early. So then we were like, I got out my guidebook. And w- would you guys believe what is near um, Alajuela, Costa Rica, other than <laughs> the biggest ox cart in oh the world? <laughs> What a sight to see. So who needs volcanoes when you have big ox carts? Huge <laughs> ox carts. So we took the bus to this huge ox cart. <laughs> we just went to this town. Uh-huh. And this town got famous because, like, in the, like, late 1800s. Paul Bunyan. It made Paul ox Bunyan's carts. Ox. Oh. And it was, like, a real thing. But they're painted really beautifully. Oh, wow. And so it's kind of like this little artisan town. Yeah. Because people are painting them. But then when ox carts, like went out of vogue people make them as souvenirs now Uh and now there's this huge one Mm -hmm. so we went it was really fun um we had a really good lunch there it's one of the best lunches way better than a volcano yeah um oh in order to get there we asked or the person at the hotel like what how to get to the bus from where we were and they didn't know and so we went out to the street and we were like okay we'll just walk in the direction of buses Mm -hmm. and like we entered a bakery and asked, a, like, a shopkeeper mm-hmm. where it was, and they didn't know. But they were like, well, if you see a police officer, just ask them. Uh-huh. And we were like, whoa, okay, that's uh-huh. weird. And so we went outside, and we were, like, walking, and we saw these two police officers. And we were like, yeah. hi, do you know where to get the bus to Sarchi? And they were like, follow us. <laughs> and they seriously, we followed them for, like, 15 minutes, and they Whoa. took us to the bus. It was, like, the best two versus... I like, feel like in the United States, I would, like, two minutes into that walk, I'd be like, where are they taking me? I feel suspicious. I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of... But that's kind of oh. how I felt all the time. I don't know. Uh-huh. So, um, we never would have found it without them. Uh-huh. It was not, like, our plan of, like, just walking towards where the buses were, generally, I like, love it. would not have worked, so... That's just men of duty yeah (laughs) men of honor men of honor men in blue (laughs) thank you thank you um but yeah so we got to sarchi we saw the biggest ox cart in the world we got a really good lunch we went to the factory Uh and they there was like a bunch of old men working there which was kind of cute like Mm, making the ox carts Mm because and one of them showed us like even turned on the old water mill Mm mm-hmm that used to like they used to use it for electricity. You got a whole show. Oh my goodness. Got a whole show, yeah. Um and we went upstairs and we talked to this old man for like an hour. He shared he gave, he like gave us coffee and uh-huh. cookies and stuff. It was so kind. Yeah, it was so cute and talked about Costa Rica with him. That's it was a really best. sweet day. I'm glad you missed that volcano. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely like mm, I'll take this. And then we like walked into town mm-hmm. and we saw a thrift shop and we were like, "Oh, let's go in there and we were in there and then courtney was trying on clothes and so i was sitting on a couch with her phone uh-huh. and then we were done and we left and we caught a bus on like the side of the road to go back to uh-huh. like it was an hour bus ride and we we're on the bus and she goes 
oh you have my phone right (laughs) no just like what why would i have your phone and she was like because i gave it to you and i was like she give it to you i don't have your phone and she was like what and i was like if you're kidding right now you need to stop Uh but if you're not kidding we need to jump off the bus Uh and she was like we need to jump off the bus Oh my gosh, Ashley, the whole time we jumped off the bus and ran the half mile back to the thrift shop oh my goodness. to retrieve her phone. It yeah. was there and it, it was, was fine. <gasps> I thought it'd be like it was on the bus the whole time, like my wallet situation. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was like the skiing situation of me being oh. like, why did I just lose her phone? Like, did she give her so phone stressful. to you? Yeah, she gave it to me. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. Stop, people, oh stop giving goodness. me your phone. <laughs> I'm not going to take care of it. Uh, off a ski lift. Yeah. Leave it in a thrift store or whatever. But, you but know, it was there and it's both safe. times I exerted some serious physical activity <laughs> to get it back <laughs> and we got it back. Uh-huh. And yeah, Garnier it's like has a little a taste now. of home. Yeah. But the, like, as we were running, I the whole ski thing was like just running, running through, through my head. <laughs> and then I tried to explain it to her on the bus of like the deja vu that I had just gone through. Oh, no. And then, yeah, but the then trauma, we, the PTSD really. We just got back on the bus and. Went back home. Uh-huh. That That's was it. I also have a uh, trying to find the bus stop story that ends in, like, a weird, embarrassing moment. Um, so after Bangkok, we went to Krabi. And Krabi is this beautiful, like, islandy town. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, we actually flew. So we took another airplane from Bangkok to Krabi. And we uh, landed in the evening. And so we... Um, the next day we were like trying to figure out that night we were trying to figure out what to do and we had decided to go to this national park um like out basically in the middle of nowhere we were gonna go to a further one but we were like two hours we don't have the time for that so we went to one that was an hour away so we got the like thailand equivalent of uber which is called a grab Mm -hmm. and we we went out to this like remote beautiful national park and (laughs) we when we got there, the driver was like, how long are you spent planning on spending out here? And in my head, my intuition was like, oh, this man wants to give us a ride back into town. Like, yeah. that's why he's asking. And it was like, oh, probably like five hours or something. Because the original national park we were planning on going to was way bigger. There was like mm-hmm. a lot of stuff to do there. Um, and the guy was like, okay. And so he left because like five hours is too long to stay. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And so... We like go th- <laughs> my in my head. I'm like, I should get his number. Like we never know, and that's like, nah, never mind. It's it's fine. We'll just like grab, get a grab on the way back, and it'll be okay. So we go through this national park. It takes like two hours or maybe a little bit less, and we come out the other side, and we open the app, and we're like, there are no grabs. We're out of range for like cars, and we're just like, no. Like it's all in my head clicking like of why he asked and why he was like five hours. And I like realized that we've put ourselves in the ultimate pickle. And so I was like, we're an hour drive away from where we need to be tonight. Like how do we run here? I'm confused. And so Aiden goes into a seven eleven and is like is like asks this woman after we've like contemplated for so long what to do. He just asks her like how do we get back? And she tells us in like 
it takes a while to communicate what we're trying to explain, which is we just want to get back to Krabby. And she keeps calling it Krabby Town, and we're like, yeah, Krabby Town is fine. Whatever, Krabby Town. <laughs> Take me to Krabby Town. Uh, but this is to in Krabby Town. <laughs> I'm already in Krabby. Uh, which is funny because Krabby Town is, like, a little off of where we want to go. Like, it's probably still, like, another 40-minute walk from where we need to be. And so we had settled on Krabby Town because it was the only way we could explain it. Uh-huh. Um and so she like she literally takes his Google Maps, drops a pin, and then is like, "Go here." And there's like, there's no terrain. There's like nothing on this Google Map that has populated besides the road. So I was like, she just estimated like where to go. That feels so weird to trust and stuff. And I Googled like searched on the map like bus stop, and it popped to a different place. And so I was like, I just felt is like the opposite opposite direction of the road and so i was like who do we trust what do we do and it was almost 1 p.m and we the bus comes at the top of every hour and so we we're like what do we do and it's 12 50 and we're like what do we do it's like a nine minute fast walk away <laughs> and so we start fast walking and aiden's like feeling pretty confident that that this woman knew what she was talking about so uh-huh. i'm like okay whatever i'm like a very passive person <laughs> and so i was like okay can i just say what whatever. my vote uh-huh. would have been yeah and then we'll see who's right yeah yeah always trust the locals yeah that's my vote okay so we walked to this weird pin that she dropped in the middle of nowhere and we're like there's nothing here and then i look up and i'm like there's literally a bus stop like literally right there it just like appeared out of nowhere <laughs> it was insane and so she like described it being across from a 7-Eleven and it was and I was just like where did all the, these things come from like we were walking on an empty stretch and then all of a sudden like Incredible. like an oasis just like a mirage everything was there like she said and so these people come up to us and they're like where are you going and we're like Krabby Town so he like this lady's like okay okay and this guy comes up to us, and she's, like, talking to him. And she's like, no, no, Crabby Town. we're like, okay, this is kind of weird. Like, I've never been on a bus like this. But I was like, are you guys ready for, like, a fun a fun ride? And they were like, yeah, this will be good. And this guy, like, ushers us onto this shuttle. And I was like, like, this minivan, basically. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is kind of a weird bus and then i was like this isn't a bus this is not a bus (laughs) uh as as we're like negotiating prices because he's just like trying to get us on i was like wait no tell us how much it is and so it's like three dollars maybe per person or two dollars or something and so we just get on and we're like trying to explain still where we want to go because it's not clear i think still to the driver so we're on the shuttle. We're sitting inside of it. This monk in the back is sitting trying to explain to the driver where we want to go, which is just crabby town, honestly. <laughs> like, we're so mystified by this entire situation. And then we look outside through the window, and we see the bus pull up. <laughs> the bus. And it stops for, like, 30 seconds. And it says crabby town on the top. And it was just so unambiguous. And then it just keeps going because we're sitting in the shuttle. but eventually we got back to Krabby Town and we just walked around and enjoyed the day there and then took a grab back so it really worked out but that was one of those moments where we were like we did this to ourselves (laughs) big yikes when I was in Manuel Antonio I was sitting this was like my favorite moment of myself Uh I was by myself I had gone to the mini market and I Uh grabbed my favorite bag of plantain chips which Uh I had become like obsessed with just addicted to (laughs) 
I was just sitting on the side of the road. I knew the bus was coming there no. to get back to my hostel. And I was just sitting by myself, like, eating the bag of plantain chips. Like, there's people everywhere. And uh-huh. I was, like, you know, just, uh-huh. like, enjoying it by myself. And this lady comes up to me and goes, El bus? And, like, points. <laughs> she just thought you were a local. I love it. <laughs> and she goes, Ah, El Centro? And so uh-huh. like, pointing at downtown. And I was, like looked at her kind of weird finish like finish the plantain i was eating and go uh do you speak english (laughs) just my comfort language please (laughs) and she was like oh my gosh yes like she she was like and i was like i I traveled the entire month with her can't believe no listen to this i well first of all i was like i can't believe you just thought i was a local i'm really touched Uh, by that i was gonna say that's a compliment (laughs) yeah i was really touched by it so we get on the bus together i chat with her a little bit um and then she was literally at the that was like in Manuel Antonio. Oh, she, was the, she was at the hotel yeah. I was at oh. before Sebastian Yatra, and we had breakfast together. It was bizarre. Oh. We're friends on Facebook now. That's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's like the the best case scenario for what could have happened at any of my interactions, except for none of the people in India that stopped me to ask me for directions spoke English. They just thought I was a local, oh, no. and I just had to be like. Do you speak English? <laughs> <laughs> Hindi? I don't understand. <sighs> I wish I was friend- Facebook friends with all the people who asked me for directions. No. That's okay. I'm fine. I'll survive. Um, but. Yeah, thank yous? Yeah, let's do some thank yous. Thank you, first of all, to Kashen. I don't remember her name. Kareem. I'm going to stop, but thank you to <laughs> no. her for um, thinking I was local, honestly. That's so sweet. That is the best. Um, thank you to Aiden and Aiden for flying to Thailand. Thank you for Courtney for listening to the advertisements on the radio to, and <laughs> to introducing me to Sebastian Yatra. Thank you to Emily for loaning me her water bottle, which I lost in Thailand. (laughs) Yikes. Um, What can I say? But thank you to Sebastian Yatra (laughs) for just being you, buddy. I love you. Um, Thank you to literally all of the hostels that we stayed at were so nice. The first, the thank you to Seb. At the hostel in Krabby that we stayed at, it was the most lit hostel, and apparently, they have a sister hostel that's like, like this was the Loki one that we were at, which was oh, yeah. so scary. So thank you for hosting us and um, not being crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a little old lady. Um, thank you to the soda and Sarchi. Thank for the best meal ever, and not ever, but like. Up there. <laughs> and then thank you to the old man at the um, factory, at the ox cart factory oh, nice. for the coffee. The full, the In full the full treatment. Yeah, the full treatment. Thank you to uh, the lady at 7-Eleven for knowing mm. your stuff. Yes. Truly. Truly, thank you. That was a good one. Yeah. And thank you to the town of Sarchi for not running into that thrift shop and mm. stealing Courtney's phone when I left it. For everyone in the town. Yeah. That was good of you all. Uh huh. Very nice. 
What? Oh, thank you to the guy who ran that thrift shop because he was like, we were in there and we were looking at some racks and he was like, are you done with these racks? And we were like, um, yeah, we looked at them and he was like, okay. And he brought, he replaced the racks new with rack. new racks. Oh it was my so goodness. Bizarre. Thank you for that good customer service. <laughs> he gave you new racks. Here's the hot stuff. Yeah. Very nice. Thank you to, oh my goodness. The first day, my first night in Bangkok. I think I was I was having a really emotional night because I'd just heard about some news about the cab bill, um, the like citizen amendment bill in India, and mm. so I just wandered the streets alone because I like had not had alone time in for less than twenty four hours and I was already losing my mind, and this lady was just selling noodles on the side of the street. It's like maybe almost midnight and like I was starving and I, this was the most comfort that I had. That have had the entire trip so thank you to the lady who's selling noodles very good very delicious thank you to our artistic director annie thank you ian for making our music musical director (laughs) musical director thank you to chase our marketing director yes (laughs) he doesn't know about this title but if he listens he he'll just have been knighted through this episode (laughs) (laughs) pretty fun um and thanks for listening thanks for listening that was the thing that was the thing